So my coworkers invited me out to lunch today, and I accepted the invite. But usually every day of the week they extend the invite, and usually every day of the week I decline. But, you know, today I decided to go. We, like, currently on a little work assignment in Alexandria, Louisiana. So they told me we were going to a little Cajun. So I'm kind of geeked up about it. They always gas in this place like it's so good. But, you know, I'm like, okay, the jury's still out on that. I ain't go yet. So I pull up to Lil' Cajun. I walk in. Them boy got the Zydeco music going. I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm right at home. So I, I walk up. You know, the little ladies friendly or whatever. They say, what you want? The shrimp po' boys like our special for today. I'm like, man, that's exactly what I wanted. Tell me why 10 minutes later pass. I get my food. The boy had the audacity to have a little square shrimp, like from the Chinese buffet on my shit. How you call your establishment Lil' Cajun or, or something making it seem like it's gassed up like that? And y'all out here not authentic serving square, square shrimps to people. So this just brings me to my point, man. The best food in America is in the 337 area code. I'm not talking New Orleans, I'm not talking anywhere else in the state, man. 337 got the best food in America, man. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man Aldo Nice. It's your boy Raj Move, aka Square Shrimp. Square shrimp. <laughs> I don't <know. laughs> the, the square shrimp. The square shrimp. <laughs> if you show it and you like um and you like and you, a, a, and you don't have no nerd. and you don't have no muscles. Oh no, you're a nerd. You're a nerd and you don't and you don't, and you're not and you're short. Then you're a square shrimp, right? No, you don't have to be a nerd to be a shrimp. You gotta just be You I know you're a nerd to be a square. Okay, and then And if you're short, you're a shrimp. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not, not we're not going with that one. No, I, I I like I like when you don't have no muscles, even though a shrimp kind of look like a big fire bicep. But it do it, it do look like a cool, uh, <laughs> a big fire bicep. So I guess close your eyes and picture that a shrimp is a big fire bicep. A big fire bicep. <laughs> and the more fire, the more fire the shrimp, the more fire the bicep. It's like crawfish is a fire bicep too. Yeah, and lobster is a of that long that lemon. That's the lemon of biceps. It's, Crustacean biceps. It's straight. It's not the crook. All the rest of them, I got the crook. Some people got that crook, that crooked, that crooked lobster though. They say that crook could get you hooked. That's what I heard, but I would not know firsthand. Firsthand, by any account. Firsthand, I personally have that crook, that crooked daddy. <laughs> I think it's always funny when you had daddy on the stuff. I got a. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by CAP, obviously. It's just funny when you add daddy to stuff. I got a, uh, I got that crooked daddy just to let uh, my listeners know. And uh, I've got uh, I've got good reviews on Google. <laughs> How about on Yelp? Did it on the, the across Yelp is where they go to eat across so. all <laughs> platforms. Across all platforms, mm-hmm. I hear you. I need to know. I mean, we, we clowning, but I need to know what a square shrimp is. I think it's the batter. I'm out of batter. So, so at first I thought he might have been talking about a butterfly shrimp. Do you think he's talking about a butterfly shrimp no, as a square shrimp? No, no, because he's talking can, about like the, he's talking about the little Asian, like the little the dry shrimp. No, not no. the dry shrimp. It's just a shrimp, and it's just got a weird batter on it. I think is really what he's saying. It's not like a, a the shrimp is in a square shape. It's more so the batter. <laughs> it's like it's like the shrimp. It's of course it's not a big golf shrimp. You know, golf shrimp. So yeah, they meat eaters. Like I didn't see a big tiger shrimp. Yeah, I didn't see okay. a. I've seen a video of a of a of a golf shrimp eating a catfish. So that was a prawn. <laughs> so, so eating an octopus. Yeah, no, golf shrimps. Shrimps are big. Oh, uh, and to me, I think that we should put shrimps. I think we should put an S on shrimps just for whatever reason. Who I decided? Don't I don't see why not. Who decided that certain words don't have an S? It's in in. And the words that don't have an S, we learn it growing up thinking it's the right way to say it. It makes, like, it's grammatically correct to say, oh, yeah, my feet hurt. But cutting, I'm fine saying my feet hurt, cutting, my feet. But we like to put S's on the end of every yeah, word. Yeah, no, I so. don't mind. I mean, I guess if if there's a different word, but I feel like there should be a different fishes. word. Yeah, fishes. Mouses. 
<laughs> but I think I think mouse is, is the correct word when you're talking about a computer mouse. Like no, you don't call him a bunch. I got a box. I got a box of mice. Yeah, I just, no, ordered, I I just got a box some of mice some my, I just ordered some mice for my um my store. No, God, you ordered mouses. No, <laughs> no, I'm not looking God. it up. I just know it's mice. I, you know, anytime I'm walking down the street in my neighborhood, I look at all of the heists. I mean houses. However you want. <laughs> Why is it not heist? Heist. I want another game. One. Game blouses. Game blice. Blice. Man, blice. Not man. You should. I went to this banquet last night, man, and all the. I saw a whole bunch of nice blice that our women had on. Yeah, I don't know. Why is it not? Everything that ends in O U S E should be ice. I'm I'm with it. I'm with I'm with to start. I'm with starting the movement. We could start our own dictionary. I mean, people are entrepreneurial and do all kind of stuff, and they make money doing cool things. Let's just start our own dictionary. We just make our own words up. Can I tell you something? Our words are better than most words. It would start with lay mine, and then you put daddy on the end of anything and an s on the end. Of, okay, anyway. I just so so I think you know people have different aspirations in life, and gotcha. um and I think that some people's aspirations are to be a world record holder. Mm-hmm. I think you and me could be a world record holder of anecdotes. I think that I think that we could just bounce off of bounce off of certain things and just end up from square shrimps to the dic- to the dictionary to you know to to yeah, no, to where, to infinity and beyond. And I mean, I was talking about Lehmanns in that dictionary, so you know that's gonna be a very long conversation as Lehmanns tend to be. You know, we spell, we was talking about the different spellings of Lehman before we got on the phone. Just for instance, I mean, but we shouldn't even tell people how to really spell it because then they might go make. No, there is no spelling. It's There's a, no spelling. It starts with an L and ends with a Mons. Yeah, okay. I'm with it. I'm with that idea. The other point that Rumble obviously made, this podcast is brought to you by Rumble Williams per usual, um, is that it's not up for debate that 337 makes the best food. On Earth, the best melaton casserole, the best okra, the best gumbo, the best crawfish etouffee, you know all that. That's what they say. The best rice dressing. And you know that. what's funny? A lot of a lot of our listeners outside of the three three seven, maybe even the five zero four, won't even know what those foods are. Anything I just named? Nothing. <laughs> melaton casserole. What is melaton casserole? What are you talking about melaton casserole? Boy, I never heard of that. And that'd be people from Louisiana who's like, yeah, you, you, you're right about that. We eat ox, they eat, I mean, I've eaten oxtails, but we're not like 337 ain't a chitlins eating culture. We're not a, we're not necessarily the um, prototypical, yeah, that's not the prototypical way of us doing things. We are seafood driven. And Melaton, if y'all want to Google it out there, it's actually a, a coyote pepper. If you want to look that up, um, that's what it's also referred to, but I ain't going to tell you how to make it. Pretty much everything we make, it's just take a little bit of vegetable and put buku meat with it. Buku. And no box shrimp. No box shrimp. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Like it's it's like it's taboo in, in the three three seven area code to purchase anything other than golf shrimp. Now now me and my mama got into a big debate about this, not even a debate of fuss, um, when I was home, because she made a gumbo and she was like, Oh, I'm about to put some um dry shrimp in it. And I was like, Miss no. me. And like all of my, like both my sisters was like, nah, man, we never liked that our whole life. And her and, um, shout out, um, Gramstar, Gramstar's mom was like saying the same thing. She wanted, um, dry shrimp in it. I was like, they must've grew up as dry shrimp being like a delicacy in the household. Let's <laughs> really, dry, but let's really dry think about that. Disgusting. No, it's a disgusting idea. Like, you know where the dry shrimp is at? You know where it's at in the store? <laughs> next to the bubble gum. Yeah, it's next to the chocolate. And like the sunflower yeah, like seeds. You, pick, you pick up a little. Pack. Yeah, on the way, on the way. Oh, look! Oh, look! Give me some look, batteries. Let me get a Mountain Dew on my way out. A lighter, mm-hmm. a lighter, a, some batteries. And then I might get some uh, some dry shrimp as well. <laughs> some dry shrimp. That makes no sense. They're in a bag, not in the refrigerator. In a bag. In a little bag. That that seventy percent of the time, the bag just has like. Asian writing on it that you can't understand. Don't understand. I don't even say dry shrimp on it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the bag says. I don't know what the ingredients are to dry shrimp. <laughs> I, I, you know what I think one of the ingredients is not? Shrimp. shrimp. I don't I don't think shrimp's on the ingredients list for dry shrimp. Some people, I, hey. if, you, if we're talking about that, I think some people like the flavor. 
but uh, I don't. And I don't like getting one because they dry them with the shell on it. Like, I could see if yeah. maybe I would have ate one when I was younger and it what didn't have a shell it's, on it. But it's but it's not good. I don't like it. I don't want it. We, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't understand. Either. It's one of those things I think I feel like I do have these things in life that I feel should be consensus. Like, cilantro is horrible to me. I understand people like it, but I think that I like, it should I be. I like cilantro. I don't like cilantro. And, and dry shrimp, to me, is up there with cilantro. Like, it should be consensus. I'm not eating that. Like nobody no, yeah. should eat that. Shouldn't be uh, that. Shouldn't be offered. It shouldn't be. It's, it's edible though, homie. People, if if it's there, they eat it. Um, real quick, I forgot to say this. Um, and I should have said it already. It's a crustacean raisin. We've seen an uptick in our followers this week on Facebook. So, um, good shout out to y'all. Give us five stars on Facebook, Apple Podcast, and Google Play. Every week, I might I might even go back and re-edit. I probably should do that. I should probably have like a little. A little, um, a little commercial that plays at the beginning of every podcast. Hey, the Best Friend Weekend podcast is brought to you by the people who bring you the Best Friend Weekend podcast. Give us five likes on, five stars, five stars on Facebook, Apple Play, Apple, and Google Play. You, you know, know, I could do that, right? You know what I'm thinking about doing? I really got this in the works. I'm just letting y'all know it's coming, and it's going to be funny. Here, let me get in the character real quick. Lord, have mercy. What you going to do whenever it's 420 weekend with Best Friend Weekend Weekend? Now, I got to have that in the works. That's got to happen. Lord, That's they got, got cars lined up around the corner. So much candy in the parking lot. <laughs> You're going to get a toothache. They're going to have so many people that even the weed man can't get in. So <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by DJ Troy D. Yeah, say Look his name. Me, man. <laughs> do I bury his finest, man. YouTube, our YouTube still been popping this week. We had a lot of, uh, a lot of, lot of feedback on there. Follow us on there as well. SoundCloud, repost our stuff if you're real. If you're real, tell a friend about the podcast. Tell them you listen to it. Repost something funny we post on IG. You listening to it right now? You thinking about it? You thinking about something funny we did over the last month or so? Repost it and tell somebody go holler at Best Friend Weekend. We could use the followers. We could use the audience. Um, the biggest news story this week, and I mean. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop right into it. This I've been stewing on this all week. I thought it was square shrimps. I mean that was a big story, but um it wasn't the biggest one, right? The biggest um story that I've been seeing all week and been tracking this week has been the 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 incidents involving our favorite NFL, well my favorite NFL player who doesn't play for the Saints currently, and that'd be Michael Bennett. And um, who does he play for? He plays for the Eagles. Okay, cool. He plays for the Eagles now, the world champion Eagles. And um, in case you guys don't remember Michael Bennett, we had a big episode about him. And that was also before this one. That was our highest uh, That was our highest performing YouTube version of the podcast. And it was called Boycott the NFL? And it was talking about things Colin Kaepernick was doing and, um, and other things of that nature. And it was like right a little bit after the Vegas incident when it came out that um, Michael Bennett was accosted. By Vegas Police Department. I was actually, remember we talked about this on the pod. I was there that night. Me and the Wolf Pack. And um, they everybody was telling us there was a shooting at, um, I don't remember what club. I think it was the Delano or something. No, not the Delano. It was um, one of those Vegas clubs. I can't remember one, the one right off the top of my head. Um, Dre's. It might have been Dre's. And um, they said that there was a shooting and everybody was running. It turned out not to be a, a shooting. Somebody had knocked over a statue, but I would assume Michael Bennett knocked over the yeah. statue. You remember? You remember this conversation, right? You, now you remember, right? It was the, we. We thought we surmised that Michael Bennett <laughs> must have knocked over the Confederate flag statues <laughs> because Black Lives Matter and Michael Bennett is with the shits. So that's what we. That's what our whole uh, thought pattern was on it. And the cops <laughs> were after him for knocking over the. Um, the statues. Anyway, they thought he was the shooter. They put him on the ground. They was like, freeze before I blow your fucking head off, is what they said. And when they had the, the gun on him and the video actually came out, what what, what did Michael Venice say, right? Come on, man. He turned into Terrence Howard. Come on, man. What's going on with y'all, man? <laughs> he, just, he just turned into Terrence Howard. All of a sudden. <laughs> man, I, play, I play football, man. I play football, man. Michael Bennett, man. Seattle Seahawks, man. Like, yeah, he turned into Michael. He turned into Terrence Howard real quick. <laughs> that happened in August 2017. So he went out. He was um, taking a knee. 
Um, not sorry, sitting during the pledge, during the um, national anthem, whatever. Um, uh, sitting during the national anthem, he was um a big face in the anthem protest in the NFL this year, which was the the biggest news story of the year in sports. Yeah, I guess I don't know if we ever really we talked about it at length in our throughout the year in the podcast, but um. There was never any real consensus because when the video came out, the cops were like, I didn't see anyone putting a gun in his face saying, um, I'll blow your head off. I just see I just see a great cop doing great police work. So they ended their investigation in Vegas, basically saying that the police did nothing wrong. Um, so fast forward and rewind. Because Michael Bennett this week was um set and i actually had i I did some dumb stuff and then raj kind of didn't let me um live it down earlier this week so michael bennick's coming out with a book and it's coming out on tuesday and it's called things that make white people uncomfortable that's obviously the title of this particular podcast things that make white people uncomfortable and um i was i went to barnes and noble to physically buy the hardcover book and then i got there and they were like nah the book's not out yet and uh (laughs) Before you I before could. you say that, let me tell you what I did because I because it's because to me it's funny. It might not be funny to you, but so Al's got another nickname. It's called Al Hole. Just take out the SS, add an Al, add a, add an L. Uh, so Al Hole. And so anytime we ask Al something that we can that can be Googled, he sends us a link that Google's it for us, right? Yeah. All the while, for years, that you've been sending these links, I thought the name of the website was Legitimify. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I was telling my boss about it, and I said, Legitimify. But it's, let me Google that for you. I never knew that until this week. It's L M G. T-F-Y. Let me Google that for you. I know what like, it is, but well, I'm no, telling I'm just, you I'm what letting it the people said know in case they want to. Okay, so for the sake of comedy, he's calling me Al Ho. When I'm in my Al Ho moments, if somebody says, hey, hey, Al, how you um how you copy a song off of um off of YouTube to like and save it as an MP3? And then I'll go to let me Google that for you, and I'll type in how do you save a song <laughs> off of a so basically it will send them a link that says Hey, there's an awesome site called Google. And if you type this particular search in, you'll get results. And these are the results. So it basically Googles it for the person. Like exactly what I would have did. I would have Googled it. So look, you Google it. So yeah, he used it against me and I kind of hated everything about it because (laughs) he was like, when does Michael Bennett's book come out? Yeah. (laughs) um, Yeah. I probably should have looked at that before I went to Barnes & Noble. But not with that notwithstanding. Um... I heard him actually on a Bill Simmons podcast and um, another podcast. It was like two things I heard him on recently talking about the book. So I thought it was already out. That's why I went to the store in my defense. Um, The press tour for his book was supposed to start this week. And then all of a sudden, HPD, Art Acevedo, our new police um, detective, head of the police chief in, um, in the Houston Police Department, brings up charges against Michael Bennett. From January of 2017, stating that during the Super Bowl of last year, um, that Michael Bennett's brother, Martellus Bennett, won the Super Bowl with the with the Patriots, and Michael Bennett ran on the field to get onto the field during the um, during the after the game to celebrate, and hit when the he ran on that hole. <laughs> so how the story actually goes, and I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. He allegedly pushed. A, and you should hear the guy talk about it. Again, Mr. Bennett forcibly opened locked doors. He pushed back a, uh, uh, a one female uh, who was 28 years of age, uh, a white female who was 28 years of age, and pushed back a, another male individual. Mr. Bennett then went up to a 66-year-old black female employee, again, of the NRG, paraplegic, and pushed her. He may have thought that, number one, rules don't apply to him. Number two, he doesn't have to respect the dignity of a paraplegic woman who's trying to earn a living and another woman, a 66-year-old paraplegic woman and another woman. He may believe that he's not having, he doesn't have to answer the police officer who tries to... He pushed a um, 28-year-old white woman 
It's exactly what he says. That's his words verbatim. He pushed a 28-year-old white woman. And he also pushed a man. And then he also pushed a 66-year-old black woman who was a paraplegic in her wheelchair. And a cop saw all of this take place, but a cop didn't stop him because the cop didn't think he could take him one-on-one. -on -one. So he let him go. But he remembered in his head that it was Michael Bennett who did it. This is the real story. I'm not I'm not adding any extras to it. This is real. Um so they choose not to to try to find him or arrest him or anything about it that week. They wait from January 2017 until the end of March 2018 to bring up charges the week before he's about to drop a book called Things That Make White People Uncomfortable. My question, Roger, very simply is, I tried to connect some dots without connecting them. Is this a carryover for Vegas? No. You don't think so? No. No. So like, you think he pushed it? Go ahead, I'm listening. No, like, was he still drunk from Vegas? No. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm asking, do you think that law enforcement in Houston have a collaborative effort with law enforcement in Vegas, maybe not even spoken, but an unspoken nod of the head to say, hey, all right, you know, fuck him. We'll get him. He wanted to say that, um, that you know, we were doing racist stuff in, no, Blue Lives Matter. He wants to kneel for the damn anthem and sit. Blue Lives Matter. We'll get his ass. We'll show him. You don't think there's any of that? Maybe a there's little no bit, but not a majority. No, not a lot. I think it's a majority that. I'm in. I'm in that. I'm in that boat. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm there with it. I'm there with it because I think it's just too convenient. You should hear him. He kept making a point to like to to talk about the race of the people. I'm gonna throw that clip in here. Shit. Fuck it. Um, about her being a 28 year old white female and he's a 66 year old black female. Like the woman never even fell out of her wheelchair. Like he pushed her on the shoulder and her shoulder hit the wheelchair and she sprained her shoulder. They said. And, and they're getting him for assault, which carries a felony assault, which carries a maximum of 10 year prison sentence. Which we know he's know. not going to do. Yeah, I know he's not going to do. But I mean, you should read the comments, Raj. My, my, the whole point is, I think he's made the list, like the list of most hated like black people at this point. I think he has. Uh, maybe it's not in the in the 100% the public eye that it could be. Had his um, play. I don't, I don't know if he was playing quarterback. If he was Michael Vick, he would be like, like if we trace the lineage of the list, right? The list was probably like Jack Johnson way back in the day, and Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X, right? But I'm talking about in more recent times. Like OJ was the most. Let's start with OJ. OJ was the most hated black person by white America in the '90s, right? Mm -hmm. I would say. I agree with that. I would say that in the last, if we think about eight to ten years or so. Michael Vick at one point was the most hated black person. Definitely, I was just thinking that. Mm -hmm. I would think that Colin Kaepernick last year was the most hated black person. Mm -hmm. And I and I, I and I'm, I'm missing some. I think I think there was probably a time when 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 I don't know. Um, Kobe, Co Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. But yeah, there, there you go. Shit, I'm with it. Um, but even like the maybe a uh, Ice Cube might have been. One year. Like, you never know, like, mm -hmm. who was the most hated. I think Michael Bennett is ascending to the point where he can be considered. Like, you come out with a book called Things That Make White People Uncomfortable, and then you say that the cops are racist, and you sit during the national anthem. You're checking off all the boxes that yeah, racists and you know what? So, like, okay, if you want me to give you my honest opinion, because I didn't know a lot about the story. That's very eye-opening. But what I feel about Michael, Michael Bennett... Um, I feel like Michael Bennett has a job. Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. So that's almost, you can't even compare those two, right? Colin Kaepernick's got way more social importance right now. Just mm -hmm. because. Um, but Eric Reed still doesn't have a job. So to Fair me, enough. Eric Reed has more social importance than Michael Bennett does. Or is more hated than Michael Bennett is. I think Michael Bennett is just scratching the surface of relevancy. Like, I think he's a real good football player, and he wants to be in the conversation, but I don't think many people take him that seriously. Like, I didn't know oh. he had a book coming out until you said something. If Colin Kaepernick... And, and of course, I don't... I'm, I wouldn't have known. But if Colin Kaepernick comes out with a book, I won't read it, but I'll know it's coming out. 
I just know. I, somehow the information will just find its way into my my timeline. Not Michael Bennett. That I mean that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, the thing is, I think you might be underselling, and I, and I I hate to go back on a narrative that's really might not even have a lot of place here, but I think it's something that I, I I've talked about before. I definitely said it on a um on a um one of the original nothing nice to say when I talked about how us as a people we like to have a certain mode and when I say mode M O L D a certain mode of an individual to be our leaders Colin Kaepernick fits the bill you know mm-hmm. like he's the he's the biracial Bruno Mars um yeah I mean and, and Drake Barack Obama mm-hmm. like, who you have to look a certain way for black people to say, okay, that's our leader. And um, Eric Reed kind of has a little bit of that too. He's kind of the fairer skinned brother, but he's, you know, but he was kneeling right next to Colin. So it kind of, right, you know, right. he mm-hmm. he's, he's in that same light. Mm-hmm. Michael Bennett is maybe not that he's way more of a, of a, of a black man who looks very clearly like he would make white people uncomfortable. That's what the book should have been called. Me. If he wants to say <laughs> things that make white, the book should have just been entitled me, me. or, or, <laughs> or, you know, have a continuation. Like I'll put right. like a list. And maybe it might start it off. Me, period. And then this book begins with, you know, a story. Like, so yeah. maybe he does say something about himself in the book, and I'm sure he does. But anyway, I just don't I, see I don't see not as a I, I don't see Michael Bennett as relevant enough for the for for it to for cops in Houston and cops in Las Vegas to be collaborating and it be a thing. Like I just don't think if it was Colin Kaepernick, like, so, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, how I feel about it. I'm looking at a person like, I don't hear about Colin Kaepernick at the club and, and, and maybe he was there. Maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know if Colin Kaepernick goes to the club or not, but that to me, that's a good thing as a leader. Like I don't need, I go to the club, you know, like the people that lead me, I don't want you to be in the club. I don't want Barack Obama to be twerk, you know, grinding on holes in the club. I don't need that. But as far as I know, Michael Bennett can't even... Then it could be knocking shit over in the club. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you don't even came keep his own cool in the club. You got to knock shit over. He didn't knock the statue over. Man. How do you know? Who knocked the statue over? Maybe he's clumsy. Maybe he knocked the statue over and he ran into the woman on accident trying so to get to the field. a world-class athlete, but he's clumsy. Can't, I mean, Eli Manning is a world-class athlete and he's clumsy. Why you say that? Because look at him. You know, I mean... Down syndrome. I think he's a chromosome short, but still, <laughs> I just... I just don't... He's not clumsy. I bet you Eli Manning could beat anybody on Team Nice in basketball. I bet you he's an athlete. I bet you Michael Bennett's an athlete as well. Like, I'm not trying to discredit Michael Bennett. I'm just saying he knocked over a statue in the club. Colin, Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick not was, in Colin, Colin Kaepernick was in the club, man. Stop that, man. I don't you, know you're, that. You're holding him up. You're holding him up to a little bit too high of a... Uh, <laughs> let, me ask you, let me ask you a question. moral standard. I'll ask you a question. I, I, don't think it, I don't think it's true. Have you seen Colin Kaepernick in the club? Have I have I seen him personally in the club? Have you I've seen never been him? to the club with Michael with Colin Kaepernick. You was in the club with Michael Bennett. You just let us know. You just told us that a little while ago. <laughs> no, but what I'm asking you is, we can see people. It's 2018, so take take my question not with a grain of salt. Have you? Seen... I've seen Clay Thompson in a club. Yeah, Clay. Okay, cool. That's Clay Thompson. But did you see Colin Kaepernick? I didn't know that they were the same person. Have you seen <laughs> they Colin... both light skin? They all the same. <laughs> have you seen Colin Kaepernick in the club? Okay, man. No, I, okay. I haven't. But okay. So that's Point. my fair that's, enough. That's that's fair my enough. my view on leadership. Okay. Know? So I know Officer Friendly, if he's listening, this podcast is brought to you by Officer Friendly. I know if he's listening to this episode of the podcast, this is where he intervenes and I'm and he gets mad because I'm about to talk about his people. But um, what what kind of bothers me about this story a lot is kind of fuck the police a little bit, like HPD, the Houston Police Department. I got two reasons why. They brought these charges against Michael Bennett this week. And, you know, whatever the motive is, is the motive. You might not be up on a lot of things that are happening in the culture. You say you work a lot in whatever, you know. You know, Los will be here and he'll be able to bring up some things um, pretty soon and just kind of talk about some things. But there was a shooting in Houston. Like, what? Um, Last week? A guy was, um, it, the cops responded to a fight on the north side of Houston. They were in the middle of the street. The guy had his pants down to his ankles, meaning he was unarmed. Meaning he was unarmed. They shot him in the chest, killed him on the scene. 
Houston Police Department is not worried about that. They're worried about getting Michael Bennett because obviously that's a that's a big crime. But this is where I go back, and that's one reason. The other thing that pisses me off, and people might not remember this, but do you remember what Houston Police Department was doing right after the Super Bowl when the Falcons blew a 28-3 lead? And yeah, yesterday was um, actually 328. It's Falcons Day, right? So um, yeah, the Falcons blowing a 20, the Falcons blew their 28-3 lead. What was Houston Police Department doing the next day after that Super Bowl? Do you remember? See walking. I don't know. I don't I don't know. You'll remember when I say it. Okay. They had all of their forces, including the Texas Rangers, out trying to find Tom Brady's jersey that got stolen. You don't remember that story? I do. Tom Brady's Tom Brady's jersey got stolen. Oh shit, we need to figure out what's going on with that. Why weren't y'all tracking Michael Bennett then? Like, like why if 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 it really doesn't have anything to do with each other? Like, if we really aren't trying to time this to embarrass him, to put him on the news with in handcuffs, getting um arraigned, and the grand jury coming in and saying we're gonna arraign him on charges of 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 assault, right around the time he's dropping a book about white people being uncomfortable. If it really wasn't about that, shouldn't this have been a big deal around the Super Bowl last year? No, completely agree with you. But I guess I'm just looking at it looking at it from the bigger picture. Great point, brother. Great point. I, I can't fight with you on that one, but I'm looking at the bigger picture because I'm thinking to myself. So, uh, Michael Bennett wears pads that are like designed for kickers to work on his technique. He has a very good swim move. Sure that he, he does. He does. Don't he? Don't have shoulder pads. I'm sure that he did a very nice swim move on the 28 year old white woman. <laughs> Whoever the next person was did a nice bull rush. And then pushed the um, paraplegic off to the side in a wheelchair, which is what you do with people in wheelchairs. But anyway, um, <laughs> so um, he just didn't use the handle of the wheelchair, right? Oh, he didn't use the handle. He used the that shoulder was, shoulder blade. He must, he must have just been using the shoulder blade. Cut. Okay, so did all of that, and then got and then okay. So a year later, after his book's coming out, and it's what makes white people uncomfortable. I'm sure if you use your pass rush moves to get down to that, <laughs> that makes white people uncomfortable. Like to right. me, it just adds flavor to the to the book. This gives you this gives you an interview on the 60 minutes on wherever you know, like right after. Oh, it, he like, can turn this into book sales and everything. Like people, to relevancy. Like you, said, you might you might not know he had, he's had a book coming out. I was definitely went to Barnes and Noble to buy it. I think other people are going to hear about this and be like, oh, okay. People who listen to this podcast probably going to be like, oh, I want to hear what this Michael Bennett book's talking about. Like, we might have got him some sales right now by just talking about I think, it. I think we at least got him one sale. At least one, at least one. sale. We got so him. if you listen to this podcast and you buy the Michael Bennett book, post a picture of yourself with a Best Friend Weekend hat and the Michael Bennett book. Or. And we'll give you free stuff. Or <laughs> post yourself with the hat and the Michael Bennett book and we'll Photoshop best friend weekend on that hat. That works too. Or post the picture of yourself and we'll Photoshop a best friend weekend hat on you and, and the, the book, book. <laughs> and the with, book. with us on the cover of and the book. Michael Bennett and a signature of Michael Bennett autograph signature of, the, of him on the book. That, that does that sound like a great deal. This is, it's a win-win situation. Hey man, the story. Look, the story's running me hot. I got a crazy nothing nice to say that um that I'm gonna drop on um on sometime this weekend too. So it's gonna be it's gonna be epic. I'm gonna connect those same dots, but in a way more succinct manner. Um, but obviously, All right, Easter weekend, <laughs> Easter weekend. Succinct. I'm going. I know um, a nigga named Succinct. <laughs> why? Why you stupid? <laughs> why you stupid? Oh. Um, this is Easter Sunday, so um, this Sunday coming up, so um, you know, God bless the child that's got his own. I got to finish telling the um, the, the, bar, the barber today. This podcast is brought to you by Prosperity Cuts. What up, Kesey? Um, I was in the barber shop, and the dude in front of me sat down in the chair, and I was like, "Damn, he gonna be in there out." Boy, I had like matted dog hair on his head. I was like, it was crazy. Keese got in his head for about forty five. Boy, got up looking like. Looking like something, somebody about to just go on a rap video, right? He was looking like the kid from Fresh. Um, not Fresh, Dope. The kid off of Dope. And uh, when I, I went to sit down in the chair, I was like, how much you charged him? He's like, 
25. I should have charged his ass 50. I was like, you should have charged him 100. I was like, I know it's Easter weekend, but you just brought that nigga back to life. <laughs> like, he was a completely different human being when he got up out of the chair. So, that was dope to me. Um, so, Easter's Easter's happening, and um, I thought this was funny. Because we've been passing around a um, a little meme. And, I, I, Raj, you, you have to remember this meme. Um, and it had a picture, and it had a whole bunch of things that people get mad at. Now, I'm assuming that it's like... I don't know who's the people every time, but what? What they get mad at, like, each month. So it says, January, people be mad because y'all filing their taxes too early. February, y'all mad talking about people posting too much for Valentine's. March, y'all mad because they're celebrating St. Patrick's Day and they're, not, and they're not Irish. April, y'all mad because people finally come into church on Easter, Easter and, don't ever, and don't ever be at church, right? So I, this, this, this is a funny-ass list if you haven't seen it. May people, y'all want to be mad because they celebrating Cinco de Mayo and y'all ain't Mexican. June, y'all want to be mad because men who ain't real fathers want to celebrate Father's Day. July, they want to be mad. Y'all mad because we want to pop firecrackers and put on for Uncle Sam and, and, and be an old American singing the national anthem. <laughs> August, August, y'all mad because y'all posting pics of your kids going back to school. Like, why, why you flooding my timeline with that? September, they mad because... Y'all saying happy birthday to Beyonce, but she ain't say happy birthday to y'all. Like, I say that post a bunch. That's funny. And somebody bit Beyonce this week. Anyway, um, October, y'all mad because people celebrating the holy people. Like, don't celebrate Halloween. November, they mad because people posting pics of food and family. In December, they mad because y'all posting gifts of stuff y'all bought people. And this the season to give and not receive. And you don't need to be posting pictures of stuff you've given. So I just think that that's a hell of a funny list of things that people get mad at. One that I, th I think they left off a bunch of them. I think they left off some other ones that we could have did that were cooler. The first one I thought about was this, Raj. January. I think people be always on the whole, just like church on Easter Sunday, the gym on the first two weeks of the new year. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to be mad about that. Like, why y'all come to the gym? Hashtag and, new year, new me. Exactly. Like, people want to get in their feelings about that one. You know, it is what it is. Another one, um, I think in January also, y'all mad because uh, people filing their they, they taxes. No, people filing taxes for other people. And they ain't never passed Algebra 1. I thought that was a very funny meme that I saw this year too. Um, June, y'all mad because teachers get to get off work for the summer. I didn't heard that one before. Oh, I definitely heard people like y'all teachers need or whatever. November, they mad because they come up with some reason. Like, like they mad pretty much every month, but November's the one of the the biggest ones. They mad because they come up with reasons why holidays really exist, and then they get mad that you're celebrating them. Like, oh, y'all celebrating Thanksgiving? Y'all know, um, that's all about the Indians getting slaughtered. Um, and black people actually was brought across their native lands. It was actually niggas on the Mayflower. It wasn't <laughs> It wasn't Indians. I don't know. What was the Mayflower in the Santa Maria? The Nina Maria. And the, what is that? That's something. I learned that. The Nina, the Nina, and the Santa Maria. What is that? What, what, what class you learned that in so we could go tell your teacher she wasn't shit? I don't, what is it? You know what it is. Yeah, that's the, um, that's the Christopher Columbus ships, man. The, what, and what's the three of them? <laughs> the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Yeah. That's what they call it. And them. they said niggas was on there. <laughs> they said they stopped in Africa and pick up a few. But anyway. <laughs> niggas stupid. <laughs> and um, they also, I think another thing they said May, I think May, y'all mad because I got to be, the. I think Mother's Day is in May. Mad because I'm the mother and the father and I'm doing both and whatever things of that nature so i just think that those things are funny it's a funny meme if you run into it add your own extras because people are gonna be mad every month they're gonna definitely be mad at you this um sunday when you show up to church but i'm showing up to church they're not gonna recognize me but you know it's cool because when i go to church back home they just feel like i go to church all the time in houston you're just gonna be so i know and i know you're gonna be fly and you're gonna stand up and clap when your daddy get his solo so <laughs> but let me ask you a question I know, kind of off the beaten, off the beaten track. When the last time you got called a nigger? No, not a nigger, a nigger. With malicious intent. With malicious intent. To my face. Mm, no. 
Nobody's well, called you that to your face. So then, what do you mean? I don't know. Like I probably, text I probably, message. I probably, I probably got phone. called a nigger yesterday. And like d- today, while I was hooping, it no, was like okay, nigger to your face. Not, but not necessarily in your face. Um, it was probably a, it probably was a random one off, and I can't remember when, but it was more than likely at a bar, a uh, a bar that was a um a multi ethnic bar, and some beef probably kicked off, and somebody called me a nigger. That's okay. probably well, I got called a nigger two days ago. No. Yes. Because because uh because uh, uh the fine young gentleman, young Cajun gentleman out of mm. New Iberia, Louisiana, thought that I was having sex with his wife. Oh, really? Yeah. That's an interesting story. Thanks said I'm having sex with she, his wife, and I'm she's not. She's been coming to Denver to have sex with you? Or I've been going Evidently, to Louisiana right? to have sex with her. Okay. One of the two. But uh, checked me about it. I figured I'd be sensible <clears throat> because I'd be pretty upset if I thought somebody was fucking my wife as well. So I was like, hey, look, so I'm not. let him check you. I said, all right, cool. I said, but you know, he was he was pretty sensible as well. And then we got on the phone, and he, was he a said, sensei. Once some would say he was a sensei. Yeah, got on the phone with him, and he just went ham. You stay away from my motherfucking family. And I'm like, I've never been around your family. I don't know what you're like. Where you even get this from? And he said, just stay away from my fucking family. And I said, all right, bro, whatever. And he said, you fucking nigger. <laughs> and he hung up on me. Ooh, and last I last word. And yeah, got it. And I sat to myself and I said, how does this make me feel? And I didn't really care that much. I didn't want to fight him. Just wanted to throw that in there. How many times you fucked that man's wife? I didn't fuck, you see? You see what I'm saying? Now you're acting like that man. I didn't fuck that man's wife. Hey, yo, Roger. While it was his wife. Who? I didn't fuck his wife while it was his wife. So you did smash his wife before? In the day, back in the G. But it wasn't. So his you wife. feel it's a tangle where we weave when at first we we deceive, Raj. Don't lie to that man. I didn't cutting. So why would he think he smashed his wife? Had you been like commenting on the pictures on um social media mm-hmm. or did you see her when you was at home? Or what happened? Why would he come to this conclusion? That's a conversation for another day. I just gave you the surface. <laughs> that motherfucker! Look at I just wanted you to. I, I, I just wanted you to know that I got called a nigger. So, so if he would have said things that make black people, if he would have said, "Stop messing, stop talking to my wife and and putting her in uncomfortable situations," he would be telling the truth. Yeah, because I'm because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Bennett. I hit him with my swim moves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at the red house. Where black people and white people buy furniture. And Hispanic people, too. Uh, we was thinking about that earlier this week. I don't know what an Hispanic people is, man. But that's, you've seen the Red Box, uh, the Red House video. At the Red House, where black people and white people buy furniture. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. 6.3 million views um, in North Carolina. Shout out on uh, Mile High Mile CI. High. Shout this out Mile High. This podcast is brought to you by Mile High <laughs> CI. Mile High got his furniture from the Red House. <laughs> At the Red House. Um, now, nah, but we had a conversation this week about just different cultures. Um, different cultures making commercials for different cultures. It's an interesting idea. And I thought about it because of these two Commercials. I will play them side by side. Nationwide is on your side. What you think? You got your mom's side. Just become side. You gotta. I never thought I'd get married at 65 side. Hey, I'm just looking side. And you better buy that ride. This wine is nationwide. They have to know, protect, and grow your many sides. So thinking about those two commercials, think about it. It's like they made specifically a commercial for the Peyton Manning-esque country music-ish people. And they also made a commercial for the soulful um, after-church crowd, older black people who might want to have nationwide insurance. Like, I feel like that's golden. 
I feel like it's golden. No, I, I feel like I, that happens all too often, though. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You don't know that. I'm loving. I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah. No, McDonald's and uh, and there's some car companies or uh, 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 Chrysler 300. No, sure. but my, Mc, okay. So McDonald's got the ba da 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 da. They got the black one. But what's the white one? What's the white McDonald's one? I don't know, but I know they this got one. one. You know they got one. They gotta have a. They, <laughs> they gotta, gotta have, have one. I'm, I'm always watching black networks. You know, so like, uh, <laughs> like black see, entertainment I, television. So see, I would think that the Popeyes one. That's for um, white people. Is the one with the black woman in the kitchen talking about, "Hey, sugar, won't y'all come down here and get my chicken?" Eat. I think that's for the. I think that's for the. I think that's for the white folks. Definitely. I think they they definitely want to see no, Aunt Jemima in the kitchen. I tell you what. I tell you what, and it might be the real Aunt Jemima. Um, <laughs> how I feel about that is, I think it's the best of both worlds. I think Popeyes did it right. Cause when I watch the McDonald's, and I'm saying, "Bro, get the fuck out of here," you know, like I don't, I don't need y'all to make me a commercial. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me just. But a- it might be us making that commercial though. They might have a black firm making that commercial, possibly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I know I like that black lady on Popeyes. I, it, I think it's corny as shit, but I think it just caters to both black people and white people because she's like a real black person. You know what I mean? Like yeah, she's yeah, like, she like, come, like come holler at me, get this chicken. It's bona fide. I'm trying to tell you. You know, like she, she definitely is the the. Is she's not. She don't even know nothing about Popeyes. She's at Crispy Crunchy. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Conor Shout out to Crispy Crunchy shout Chicken. Out to Crispy Crunchy Chicken, straight up. Let me get some booty balls too. Go ahead. Right. Let me get the whole nine. <laughs> So, uh, shout out Prima's Food and Furniture. Right? Prima's Food and Furniture. Anyway, that's stupid. But anyway. So, uh, <laughs> buy food and furniture. So, you know, she's definitely Ain't like, that where, um, is the, um, Andy the manager over there? Um, you see what I'm saying? You see what you're doing here? <laughs> you can't take shots at your enemies on the podcast. That's not my enemy. I thought that man was the manager there, dog. No, he worked for Primerica. Go ahead. You're good. You're good. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I'm not recording anymore. (laughs) I'm done. Shout out Rail and May Youngsters, man. Living lavish, man. We see you out here doing your thing, baby. Living lavish, man. Iron Man. (laughs) Shout out Living Lavish, man. I'm so mad at you. Hey, so man, that, man, that man might be a big success, man. I don't know, man. I'm just talking shit. I don't, really don't know that dude. I ain't known him for 18 years since high school. I really don't know dude. Like, so I'm just... Right. It's you, funny to say. Right. <laughs> so anyway, that's a real black woman on like a kind of a, like a white commercial. I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool if she's the star. Mm. You know? Yeah, but I think it's, 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 it's very golden. I read an article. And it was in the New York Times. It was called Different Ads, Different Ethnicities, Same Car. And it was in October, um, the article's in October 2017 in the New York Times. But it's about a Toyota Camry um, ad. So Toyota Camry has four versions, no, five versions of a Toyota Camry commercial. The Asian one is an Asian dude um, talking to his daughter. And he's like in the car and he's like, I'm trying to come up with a 10-year plan to get you an athletic scholarship to college in a Title IX sport. There's a Latino guy and it's a Hispanic guy driving fast in the desert. And his mom's calling and he looks at the phone and he's like, I'm not answering. It's a Hispanic chick sitting there applying her makeup ever so carefully before going grocery shopping. And then they got the black dude driving around playing rap music and getting a lot of attention from them hoes. In a camera. And then and then the yeah, and then the fifth one is what they call the gender, I mean the racially neutral one. So they don't ever have a white people commercial because they said there's no need to have a white people commercial. White people commercials are multi-ethnic commercials, is what they said. They was like, but the other ones are specifically for ethnic groups, but the white people commercials are just ethnically. But I mean, that kind of goes along with what we said before. It's a very, it's a very interesting phenomenon that like we refer to clubs as quote unquote white clubs, but that's really just multi-ethnic clubs most times. It's like, it's not, it's just non, it's non-hetero, homie, homogeneous. Like, and I'm not talking about. Smart, oh, smart gay people? What? No, I'm like. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you, what you, <laughs> <laughs> homogeneous. Yeah, <laughs> is that what that means? Homogeneous means like one, one monochromatic. I mean, it's like it's one, <laughs> it's one race of people there. Okay. And um, like you know, most times when you go to the African spot, it's all Africans. Mm-hmm. The Hispanic spot, they all in there doing cholo. It's not homogeneous. I thought that was homogeneous. That, that too. All of those words. 
homogeneous. Homogeneous? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's heterogeneous. Nah, you'll usually hear it as homogeneous when they're talking about like alleles in biology terms. But yeah, I think it's the same word. Probably spelled the same way. But um, like like extraordinary, <laughs> extraordinary. <laughs> we need to put those in our dictionary that we were making <laughs> at the beginning of this podcast. But um, no, they just basically said, you know, we thought we talked about this before that when you go to to different ethnicities, places, it's, it be all of them, all Asian people, all Hispanic people. Mm-hmm. But white spots be everybody, mm-hmm. unless if it's only white people, it's kind of racist. Like it's probably. It's Definitely. probably a biker bar. Biker bar or country, country music club. Yeah. Definitely Even at country, country music clubs music. out here, it's, it's eight, uh, Hispanic people there too. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, they, they're there big with cowboy boots on. Hmm. I've never been to a country music club, so I don't know who's in there. They line dance in one big circle around the club the whole time. That'd be tight. Like I think that that could be fun. I honestly really think that that could be you fun. You got to know how to do it. But if you know how to do it, they just continuously do this, the dance in a well, big circle. Here's what, I, here's what I believe. Uh, well, I don't believe that I'm black, but I'm going to preface <laughs> what I'm black. I am black is what I'm saying. And I'm not saying, like, that's not what I wanted to say. I wanted so to you don't preface, believe you're black. So what I do you believe you? <laughs> what do you believe African-American, you whatever. Okay, so, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, so I believe, I, I'm going to preface it with I'm black. And I believe that it would take me a matter of 12 minutes to learn the entire dance. Right. I know all the moves and be killing it. No, I'll be like the best one. And having a little, a little, yeah, a little, a little shimmy. shimmy with it. Like, I'll be nice. I could, I could, I could like uh. do a little, um, like, uh, millet, millet wop, all that, whatever they call it. Molly whip. Oh, yeah. Molly whip. It'll take, take them a, a thousand years to go to um, a big old school black club and do like the Michael Jackson line dance, swing out with, a, <laughs> with, with, a, with all the people be pointing in one direction and like that did old you, swing out. Oh, did you boy, that's see, did you see, um, this kid, it, I mean, it's funny and it, it's relevant. This kid that was trying to do the shoot, shoot. You know what I'm talking about? No. You know, the little dance where like you kick your leg. It's like the newest dance out where you kick your leg and you jump a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, on, the, yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah, on did, that Drake song. Look alive. Block boy JB. And, and Oh, and, oh, and he, and he stepped on the chair. Yeah. Him, what you're talking not about? that yeah. dude, but that dance. Okay. And there was a white kid and he's trying to do it. And he was like, fuck man, why can't white people dance? He was white and he was like, I'm white and I can't <laughs> dance. And it's. It's a stereotype, but it's fucking true. Like that's how, that's pretty much what he said. So yes. if I go to the country music club, I'ma kill it. <laughs> I'ma kill it. I agree with you. So maybe they should have had a commercial with the white people driving a car, um, and then pulling up to a little a little country music spot and getting out and doing the dance, and then one black dude just coming through killing it, way live than them. That would have been a fire black commercial. We would have loved it. Um, it's a lot. It, I, I mean, they got a couple of other little things, little stories. Something funny I heard this week, probably the funniest thing I heard this week, was that, and I think it was officer friendly. I could be wrong. I was talking to somebody, and they said their partner went, and I want everybody out here, so look, stop what you're doing. I want you to suck this in. Like, And I, that's what she said. Suck like, I want you. In? I want you to... Think about this for a second. He said that his homeboy has been going to the movies for the last like three or four weeks and watching whatever movies like he regularly watches movies. He went to watch Tomb Raider, Laura Croft. And when he got to the movies, he bought a ticket for Black Panther and then went once. <laughs> Niggas, let's buy tickets to Black Panther and go watch other shit. As long as it is in the theaters, yeah, once I'm you, with it. Once you pass the dude that tell you what the move, what I, what, what um, side, Joe? Where is that? Hey, look, you're gonna be on the left side, uh, booth number, uh, um, theater number seven. You don't give a fuck what <laughs> movie booth you go into. You don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You, you think he's gonna run and say, "Hey, I told you seven. You went into six. I can always hear Buy it, I didn't tickets know I do that. for Black Panther and go watch whatever you want. You got about three more weeks to do it. I'm with it. I'm but with that. Everybody movie. does it. They're gonna leave Black Panther at the movies. I know. So then we can do it for El Black so, Panther will be in the movies for a year. Till 2020. <laughs> Just keep doing it. They're like, I don't know what's going on. Black Panther is still selling out every week. But when we go clean up, they ain't got no. Like at first, when the movie first came out, we had like little chicken drumettes, like bones and Kool Aid, 
and 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 Hawaiian putting them little little jugs, the little one with the foil the, the top, boy, the barrels, the barrels with the foil top sitting on the floor, empty ones of them, and Sugar Capri Suns. Cut. We had all that not not a theater empty, <laughs> but we selling out Black Panther every week. Nobody went to see the new um, Marvel movie, but everybody's at Black Panther. I'm down for that. I'm down to do that, but I don't go to the movies, especially in a, in Colorado. You know, you know how they do out here. Well, you shouldn't go to the movies in Lafayette either. I don't. Fair enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> I went to the movies back home in uh, New Iberia the last time I was there. Well, not the last time I was there, but I went with my pops. We went and watched Roman Israel. Um, the worst seats I've ever been in in a movie theater in my life. They were like two inches from the floor. They were like broken. It was horrible. Well, that's New Iberia for you. I didn't know. I heard that I they got that... the seats. You know, they renovated Lord G. Porter. And then they put the seats from Lord G. Porter in the movie theater in New Iberia. True story. Lord G. Porter, huh? I guess. I said something, something earlier about Beyonce getting bit. I think they said Sanaya Lathan bit Beyonce. I don't know how true that is or why that's a thing. But we need to look into that. Los would have known, man. We missed Los this week. Los would have definitely known that Sanaya Lathan got, um, bit Beyonce and why that took place. But I just want to I, say this, that Sanaya Lathan can bite me anytime she wants. <laughs> just want to say that. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about it for two reasons. One, because it's just a crazy story and I, and I want to get to the bottom of it. But two, because Sanaya Lathan was on the cover of, what, um, of, of a post we had this week. And the post was about the Blackbuster video. By the time you're listening to this, we're going to be pushing to the final four. The final eight movies... The Elite Eight in a Blackbuster video, top black movies, Sweet 60, um, 64. You sound like out. Sam Gloss right now, just to be honest with you. Do I? Yes. <laughs> but it's funny. With the top eight movies were New Jack City, Belly, Boys in the Hood, Black Panther, Friday, Coming to America, The Color Purple, and Love and Basketball. Those movies have made it all the way to the end. So shout out to Nia Lathan. You're in the final eight. I cannot wait. I hope somebody answers this. Me and Malhai had this conversation. Who in 2018 is voting for the color purple? How did that get out of the first or second round? I don't understand it. it. And the color purple beat some good movies. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand it. Like we must have some... I wish we can track uh, the age of our voters, but we must have some 60 and 70 year old voters. (laughs) I know we don't cater. I mean, I could see the age of our of our Instagram followers through Insights. Shout out Instagram for that. And I don't see people in that age range following us. I don't I think, understand who's voting I for the color purple. I think people have seen the color purple and it has a, a, a space in their, in their kind of memory as being an important movie. It's Oprah. It's Whoopi Goldberg. It's Danny Glover. It's... It was a big, it was an important movie. And I think people just kind of have that memory of it being an important movie and voted its importance over its substance. Right now, in the Elite Eight, the matchup, I, I don't want to speak too much because I can see the voting and most people can't. And nobody can but me, really, at this point. Um, I think I saw about, uh, we put it up, I think I put it up this morning. Or maybe yet, yesterday morning, I don't remember. If it was this morning or yesterday morning. Either way, um... The Color Purple has received zero votes against um, coming to America in the Elite Eight. It shouldn't. It should have got zero votes from the start. It shouldn't even um, been on a damn bracket. I don't know how it got to the Elite Eight. The hardest one right now in the Elite Eight that people are, it, it's, it's split down the middle. So if you can listen, if you still if you still up, vote for it. It's, um, you got Friday versus Black Panther and Ooh. it's split right down the middle. Ooh. Right down the middle. To see who gets to the final fours, Friday or Black Panther. It's um so I think Friday's against Black Panther, Color Purple's against um Coming to America, Love and Basketball is against New Jack City, and Belly made it to the Elite Eight. It's going against Boys in the Hood. So those are your um those are the eight movies that are left. So the final four, I'm gonna throw that out there Saturday when the real final four is happening. Our final four will be up. We'll vote for the final four down our our last two, and then we'll crown our champion of black movies. Um, it's been cool. I've been liking this, and it's it's obviously gonna pub, go right into the um into the new podcast, Blackbuster Video. It's not, I, we don't know how often we're gonna drop it. We don't know how often we're gonna do it. We're just gonna get some feedback, but we're gonna be throwing some cool stuff out there. 
I'm going to get an opportunity to talk to a bunch of crazy people. I'm going to get some bunch of different views on there. Whoever loves these movies, we'll talk to them about black Buy movies. Buy a mic. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> if you like movies buy- and you follow the podcast, buy a mic. We yeah, and we'll talk to, and look, and we might hit you up to talk about it. You're right about that. Man, cue that music for nothing nice to say. It's nothing nice to it's nothing nice to it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's doom You know they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. Man, let me talk about the boy that black men talk about in barbershops, gyms, and anywhere else we choose to congregate and do black things. I swear for God, it's nothing like the moment when somebody brings up the name Zion Williamson and somebody says, I never heard a dude. I never heard a dude. Who's that? Niggas feel like they didn't hit the lottery. Boys start scrambling to their phones, trying to be the first one with the fastest internet to pull up a Mars Reel video or a YouTube clip to let this lost soul see what all the hype is about. Look, I'm not a Duke fan. I don't even like Coach K. But next season, if Zion does, in fact, enroll at at Duke, I'll be watching every game or at least checking out the highlights every night. Look, bro, if you don't know, now you know. Zion is the best dunker in basketball and has been that since his junior year in high school at Spartanburg, South Carolina. I guess this is the point you're asking yourself. Why, why, Why are you talking about this and nothing nice to say? Well, I'm happy to answer that question. On Monday night at the 2018 McDonald's High School All-American Slam Dunk Contest in ATL, Zion got to battle the best dunkers in high school basketball. And all I'm going to do is tell you, watch the tape. Zion goes off the backboard, between the legs on the first dunk. You got to watch Oprah Stavison talk about this. He's got filthier shit than what he's doing to I swear to God, I swear to God, he's got filthy shit. Not that that's not filthy, but I'm just saying. That is the filthy, like, like it's, it's, he's, he's got filthy shit. Like, it's, it's, it's craziness, right? But old buddy got a score of 96. Olivia Nelson Odudu, this little chick gets up there and does a regular smegular one-hand dunk and she gets a, <laughs> and she gets a hundred. Now I'm just now I'm just gonna say this. Y'all be accusing me of chauvinism and women bashing every now and again, but this shit was ridiculous. Watch the tape. The good thing is that Zion um went in his bag and pulled out a dunk I ain't never seen before. Boy went up to dunk, took the ball, cocked it back to his asshole, wiped his ass for three seconds in the air, then windmilled it. Like I said, watch the tape. And after he little boy the rest of the competition a few more times, he got the dub like he knew we knew he would. And for instance, I thought, just for a second, that they would pull the same shit they pulled in the McDonald's high school game in 2004. If y'all don't remember it, I'll refresh your memory. Regular smeggler dunking ass Candace Parker beat J.R. Smith, Josh Smith, and Rudy Gay in the dunk contest. It really happened. Go watch the tape. All I got to say is this. I'm all for gender equality. And I think it's kind of cool to see females dunk, actually. But if the baseline for the girls is to put the ball in the hoop, and the baseline for the boys is to go between their legs and jump over six motorcycles, the game is rigged. And I won't have nothing nice to say about girls winning slam dunk contests over boys until I see a chick do a windmill, a 360, go between the legs, or just throw it, throw, throw an alley to themselves and catch it off the bounce. So until then, I ain't got nothing nice to say at all, man. Oh my God. Oh my God. Raj, am I wrong? <laughs> the views of the best friend weekend podcast. Hey, how I, tall was a doo A doo was like probably by six, probably like six two. Look like six, maybe six three, six four. Oh, so she wasn't that tall. Six three, six four. I would say yeah. You know what's funny? I go back to like around no, around that one hand days. cutting one hand right over my. I know room. what it was. I, I know just. <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> you don't even have to see. No, it, you know I know the dunk. <laughs> it's the female dunk. Like that's. You know, I mean, the fe- like if Brittany Griner, if it was Brittany Griner with the two hand at least hanging on the rim, I'd have been like, okay. Yeah, now nah, Brittany Griner drop steps and dunks. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, I remember years ago there was this girl. 
from in New York that was supposedly like six foot. Yeah, yeah. That was dunking. <laughs> I don't. I I never seen it in the age of YouTube. Never seen it. And so it must it must not be true. No, if you didn't come out and touch me, then the show wasn't me. So I didn't see it. Um, and and I don't know where she's at now. I don't know where she's at. If she's donking, she got to be in the NWNBA. In the in the NWA. <laughs> Chicks basketball, man. Like you can't give her a hundred. Like she did the same dunk three times, and they gave her a hundred. Like the first time, and I think the second time they gave her like less than a hundred. And I mean, she literally. I'm gonna come from the baseline and do a one-handed dunk. I'm gonna come right from the front and do a one-handed dunk. I'm gonna come from the left. When Candace Parker won, she like put her hand over her eyes while she ran to the goal, and then when she went to jump, she took her hand off and looked at the goal and dunked. And they was like, "Oh, it's like D Brown." No, no, it's like the no, it's, it's like Brown. it's like D Butler. <laughs> it's like it is not like D Brown. No, that is not that is not the same thing. So yeah. It's comedy if you watch it. And if and hold up. We turned y'all on the Did she celebrate? Oh yeah. Actually? Everybody 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 ran on the court and, and was hugging her and mobbing her and like, oh, this was the liveest thing ever. You do your I mean she got it. The, I don't she think, caught it the first she dunked it the first time. I don't think females in their pursuit of whatever they're pursuing want pity. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they want pity. Like I don't think they want celebrations of their minor victories. Like, Nigga, time's up for, for not letting us win dunk contest. I'm yeah, saying. I don't I don't know. I don't know how to I don't know how to That's how trivializing to it, right? I'm no, definitely I'm... gonna ask. I have a shout out, shout out Katie Ryan. I got a feminist friend. Super feminist. Don't even I don't even mention nothing about nothing. The podcast. Like <laughs> oh no. No, she cannot have the link to the podcast. I'm sorry. If this is gonna be my friend in life, then I definitely go to her for advice from a feminine perspective I will ask her specifically about how she feels about this particular situation I want to know how you feel about there's the best dunker in the history of basketball potentially in high school right now it was in the high school slam dunk contest where kids are, aren't even developed yet so like you know like I can understand if the high school dunk contest would be a little lackluster in itself but I got a girl in it that that's doing a one hand dunk Basically a layup and and against one of the best dunkers of all time and she almost beat him because I don't know. I, I have to know how a feminist really feels about that. That's going to judge Cutting. how I feel about the Cutting. feminist movement. Cutting. What would have been like, them boys don't have this kind of, they don't have this gear. High school boys don't have this, this thought or this, they don't have this level. Had it have been me and I was really just trying to prove a point, I would have went do every dunk she did exactly like she did it right oh, after she did it. Oh, that would have been... Now you see... Now that's... That's... <laughs> two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> there would have been a hundred for her and I would have got a fifty. Because now it would have been like, oh, no! Oh, no! That's not... Oh, nice. no! That is not no. nice. No, cousin. No, I didn't... No. 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 She didn't go to from the free throw line. <laughs> But here's what happened. Though. Here's what happened. Now, you'd have been so wild for that. Here's what happened. I, this is it. After this, I'm leaving because this is wild. They made them celebrate for that girl. They had a. They brought him in the locker room because she was obviously in another locker room, and they said, "Y'all better celebrate for that girl." <laughs> and I'm out. That's sports pity. That's the pity. I'm done. Oh, wow. Cue the music, man. <laughs> Best friend weekend, weekend. 420 weekend. Denver, Colorado. Holla at Chiguala. We out there.